Hi, Next Brave Thing friends. I'm excited you're joining me. Today is going to be a solo episode, and I've actually been planning this episode a while because it's it's on the topic of basically how do you go after your emotional health, and um, it's a process that I've been and will continue probably forever uh, to go on a journey of wholeness and learning to become really free. (laughs) Um, And I actually get a lot of people reaching out to me, asking me where to start. And I often, um, yeah, get people asking me, do I see a life coach? Do I see a counselor? Do I see a therapist? What's the difference? Those kind of questions. Um, But yeah, I wanted to talk about steps to take to creating emotional health and wholeness in your life. But I also want to give you an update. Um, As I think a lot of you know, I'm actually back in California. I was in Australia for four months, but I am back in California. And the semester, first semester has begun at our college, which means um, I am going full throttle into teaching mode. And so this is going to be the last episode of season two. It is a shorter season. Um, But I am excited to come back with a series I'm kind of planning, but also wanting to test out my theories around it. Um, And it's going to be called the Emotional Rest Series. So season three will have um, a whole topic on emotional rest. So I'm excited to bring you that. But emotional rest, I um, just to speak into that, it's something that... I've really wrestled round with like the tension between working hard but also resting and the guilt and shame and avoidance and all of that that goes into it. So I actually um, have come from a really restful season back in Australia and I want to and I'm about to head into a really really busy season so I want to actually test out my theory of cultivating internal peace. So, um, but for this episode, I'm actually, if you're kind of new to the emotional health journey or you are feeling a little stuck in your process, I wanted to really speak into that today. So I guess if you're really new to emotional health, um, I would be thinking about what what have you actually learned about mental health or emotional health? Because one thing, um, and I'll bring up Britney Spears, for example. We, um, my students, we watched a documentary on Britney Spears. And back when Britney Spears was going through that phase, um, she was in so much pain. Oh, my gosh. Um, And she was shaving her head. And there was so much criticism um, in the media and I think, I think that must have been 15 years ago or something like that. But our world was really not aware of mental health and we were really judgmental of mental health. And so um, we kind of like, and even a lot of people have kind of, there's a lot of stigma around if you're in counseling or um, you, you only need counseling if you've got serious mental health issues. And that's just not true because life is really hard and I feel like wisdom comes from counsel 
And so I've always been passionate about getting counseling and getting life coaching. And I actually know it's something that I'm going to do for the rest of my life. So a lot of people um, get into counseling when they hit a rock bottom. And that's really normal. You kind of get to a point where you can't handle life as it is anymore, whether you're going through a breakup, divorce, um, you got fired or something traumatic happened and then you find yourself in a counseling office and that's so normal I've been in that kind of a situation um, you know so it's not you know a bad thing but I think for my personal journey I really believe in maintenance so that I can constantly check in with my coach or my counselor um, throughout my life so I don't hit a point where I want to fully blow up my life if that makes sense um, so that's my view on, on getting help um, and getting perspective and it actually takes a lot of humi humility and courage to do that um, so I guess like for everyone listening I am not a trained trauma therapist or trained counselor I'm a trained life coach and I've actually because I've had a lot of breakthrough and I've had a lot of um, counseling probably more than most um, I actually have developed my own coaching method and um, so I think a lot of people will say do you have to talk about your childhood or do you have to you know, I, I don't want to go into my childhood that seems too overwhelming and the truth is you actually don't but you get to uh, work at the pace that you need to go on, if that makes sense. But I find and I have noticed that deeper transformation comes when you do look at, at your past and you do look at your patterns that have brought you to where you are. So um, I think it's important when you're looking for a counselor or a coach that they're respectful of where you're at in that journey. Um, but I always find it's good to have context for a person and understand where they first learned that about themselves. And I think for me, I'm really passionate about story. And if you watch a great movie, it's really structured and there's usually a point of resistance or a point of rock bottom and how's this person's character going to rise up. And I really want, my goal for you is to be the leading role in your own life or be in the driver's seat of your own life. And I think our emotions are usually driving our car and we're sitting in the back and it can feel like we're so emotion driven. And I really like love to help people understand what's happening inside their emotions. And there's a great book by Brene Brown called Atlas of the Heart. And she quotes someone that I forget who it is, but she basically says, the limit of our world is the limit of our language. And um, she did a bunch of research and it came up that um, people, when they talked about emotions, only knew three emotions and that was happy, sad or angry. And her point was like, you can't fit some experiences into those three buckets. Like when you go through something really traumatic, you can't fit that in the angry bucket. It's kind of like more nuanced and layered than that. Um, so really part of what I do with people is help them. Usually they come in 
to meet with me and it feels really high stakes, which it often is. And what I love to do is lower the stakes and help bring perspective. But also, um, I have listened to some of the most hardest stories out there. And I've seen so much breakthrough when we learn how to lower the stakes, calm our nervous system, and connect to ourself and connect to peace again. Um, So how I do that is through a practice and a research called self-compassion. Because usually we're really, really hard on ourselves and we actually need the person across from us. It's really hard to do it for ourselves at first, but we need someone across from us to go um, give us understanding, which is self-compassion. Once we start to lower the stakes, clarity comes in and the next steps usually follow. And I also like to identify where the person is at in their story. Sometimes they're about they're in a position where they're in a rut and they need to jump off a cliff. They need to take a risk or be brave. And so part of what I'm trying to help them do is un- under, uh, uncover their next step or their next brave thing um, because breakthrough happens when we're brave. But we don't want to be, we want to find what's truly aligned with you. So um, another part of what I am trying to figure out is like, who are you? It's really hard to, I hear a lot of people say like, what's my purpose in life? What's my purpose in life? But you can't really fully go after your purpose if you're not really connected to yourself. And I, um, you know, when I meet with clients, sometimes they really knew who they were or had a good sense of who they were and what they wanted in their early 20s but then they got married or had kids and then they kind of lost themselves and what I find is life is so full of seasons it's sometimes can be a sense of losing yourself and then finding yourself then losing yourself then finding yourself and um yeah and and I know that sometimes I'm sure that would trigger some people me saying that but I really do think that and in my own personal journey as I've up leveled in my life I'm always thinking like what is my authentic self who is my authentic self not my hurt self not my false self which is ego driven which is the prover that wants to prove that I'm perfect and bulletproof it's what's my authentic self desire and want And um, the more I've stayed in alignment with that, the more purpose kind of becomes clear. My action steps become clear. And then sometimes it's like making peace with the things that you can't control. And um, because in life, there's a lot of things we can't control. So it's getting in a healthy relationship with trust and surrender. And surrender is not giving up. Surrender is letting go to something bigger than yourself that cares more about your world than you do. And I think that really requires um, childlikeness. And so surrender is definitely something we can wrestle with. And it's something that when I'm feeling like anxious or holding on too tight, that's when I know I need to get back into flow and I need to surrender and trust that good things are going to come. 
And I think speaking to the good things, um, for me, I really have developed a strong belief that everything works together for good. And um, that can sound like a little, like a bit of a fantasy or a little like positive thinking, but I have had so many situations in my life where it felt like it was the end, but it ended up working together for good. And I'll use the example is recently this year, actually, I hadn't been back to Australia in over two and a half years, hadn't seen my family and um, I went back and um, I had some complications with my visa. And at that time, it felt incredibly high stakes, but I kind of, because I have developed a method, I knew exactly what was happening. I knew that this mistake wasn't because I'm bad or it was someone else's fault. I knew that it was an opportunity. And I think when stuff like that happens, you can shame yourself or you can go into a, oh my gosh, if you had have done this, you wouldn't be in this position. But I'm a big believer in not partnering with a voice of accusation. And so it was quite overwhelming when it happened. I was very emotional. Um, but when I went back for my sister's wedding, my heart was definitely in two places. My heart was in Australia, but my heart was also in America. And I felt this divine invitation to fully let go of control and believe my theory that everything works together for good. Because I think at that point, because I miss my family so much, I didn't actually um, know what I wanted, even though I'm someone who knows pretty much what I want. But I, at that point, I was like, I actually need to reconnect and I need to recharge and I need to reset some things and get connected with my why again because we can be working on something or going after something and we lose track of the why and I think for me I had lost track of the why and so really this was um, such a divine whoopsie you know and um, what it did was help me heal from past stuff in different ways. Um, it helped me reconnect with my family, meet my sweet little niece. <laughs> and um, it was like four months of me really resetting and coming back to my true self, really. And even like in a beautiful way, reconnecting with my Aussie roots. Um, and so then when it came time for everything with the visa stuff all worked out, um, there was something in my spirit that was like, it's time to go. Because I think I just chose to really surrender to the season and really be present and enjoy it um, and let myself not know things. And inside of that, I actually had... A beautiful deep rest experience where um, yeah just recharging with family reconnecting with my Aussie nature um, really filled me up in ways I didn't think it could um, and it was also full circle healing that kind of happened for me and so I think that sometimes 
we look at people or even if you look at my social media I think there's also a bit of a perception on my own social media that my life is perfect I have a perfect family I really don't (laughs) we're very human but um, I feel like life is like full of unpredictable things that we actually need to recover from and um, even though I'm a life coach I'm definitely not a perfect person and I don't actually want to be (laughs) and so really my heart for life coaching and speaking into um, any leader as well that struggles with being perfect and being on a pedestal I think my highest goal is to help you be human and love the skin you're in and find out what you're passionate about and live a really rich life and um, and be able to navigate through all the triggers of life <laughs> like just because you you get a handle on some of your triggers doesn't mean that more don't pop up but there is a place of living and existing where you can feel whole and feel at peace and it does take time the probably the question that I get most of the time when I have a new client is how long is this going to take and um, the truth is it takes a long time and that's because it took a long time for you to get where you are now (laughs) you learned a lot of hard things from pain and it takes time to just unravel from that Um, but there's so much beauty in the process and I think that you learning to love yourself by being in process is actually the greatest gift because we'll be in process till we die basically so we may as well enjoy the ride anyway so as I mentioned this is my last episode of episode two I'm excited to really dive into focusing on my students for the next few months but I will be back with the emotional rest series and then maybe the body series I have a lot of stories for you guys and I'm excited to hear your feedback I'm excited to um, yeah connect with you guys and if you are looking for a life coach you can always sign up for a free 20-minute consultation and I can talk you through and give you some options and see if I can help you. Anyway, have an amazing rest of the month and I look forward to reconnecting with you guys soon.